This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. You know, hey, hit us up and and tell us what you thought about Insecure. Tell us what you thought about Power. What y'all watching? Nigga, what are y'all watching? Yeah. Y'all tell us what y'all think is dope. Yo, niggas be hitting us. Yo, I started looking at some shit we recommended. Fam, hit us on the, on the chat. Like, tell us with the voice note. Yo, fam. Y'all recommended Love Life. That shit was fire, nigga. Or, like, hit us with the voice note, man. Y'all can get interactive with the pod. Like, yeah. it ain't just got to be on the threads and on the socials. Like, fuck with us, man. Me and Jay really here, and we really love hearing from y'all, man. So, yeah. salute to Will and Dayton. Salute to Curve. Uh, salute to June, Macho. Um, Obviously, Rob, like, Katsun and sent them voice notes in. We playing the voice note. Yeah. Yeah. So send it, we're going like, to play it. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. And here's the thing, man. You can ask Curve and Macho, yo, I'll play the voice note even if it's late. I eat this voice note I'm about to play from Macho that he sent to me last Monday, nigga. <laughs> Guess what? We was already fucking done. So I'm about to send it or play it right now. Pardon me. Um, And I think it's related to Insecure. But you know what? If it ain't. Oh well. That's just what it's gonna be, man. Let me uh let me find this real quick. Do 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 macho. Find my guy. Alright. See what my man talking about. Yo, this the voice note from the guy Macho, man. Let's see what he on. Yo, pod gods, it's the homie Mach man. I am so glad y'all talked about that barbershop scene um on last week's episode. Cause yo, family. Me and my boy, my boy Dre sent it to me. Shout out to my boy Dre. I'm more like a brother. But uh, he sent it to me, and we had the same exact conversation. I'm like, bro, who wrote this? I'm like, a man couldn't have wrote this. Because, like, yo, I've been going to barbershops forever. I ain't even got no hair. I'm still in the barbershops. Y'all see my beard. Don't play with me. But I'm just saying, like, I've never, ever heard anything carry on like that in the barbershop. From Vegas to Saginaw to wherever I've been they ain't, i've been to barbershops in dallas everywhere i ain't never seen nobody carry on like that and i'm talking to dre my best friend my brother i said bro me and you don't even have conversations like that i'm like man bros don't be talking like that in public like like for real man that shit was like that was a far-fetched cry for something i don't know but you know what in closing thanos was right thanos is god <laughs> and this is what happens and this is what you get when you put equality over balance because he treated that 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 studly woman like a, a equal even though if i was there i'm a man i would want to hear it, but this is what happens when you put equality over balance let's get back to let's get back to the essence peace and love family yo his uh social media is at macho <laughs> comedian macho <laughs> comedian macho dog hey Mach, man i appreciate it yeah, I comedian, told you I he can playing. say whatever the fuck no 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 Mach can do what he fucking feels like they got the and, comedian um, flag you can wave like I, I, it was a joke yeah, no i was joking nigga Working out some material um huh oh shit hey welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 203 of this week in culture i'm your host and wood aka trinidad and aka one half of the culture and i got my brother with me what up, jay though? what up though hey nigga, we ain't playing no music dog oh shit hold up nigga and i had the music lined up nigga let's go man I'm calling, yeah, maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it All my, yeah, maybe I'm selfish All my ladies and I can Maybe I'm selfish, I want you to myself, I can't help it Yeah, hold on, yeah, but 
sick chicks down in Texas All the way to New Orleans where the girls could catfish And in LA, every chick's an actress Hollywood status with the shaded glasses To Detroit, yeah, the place that I rest Where the ladies got asses and a lot of sex And Hot Atlanta, y'all, is one of the best Where they speak southern slang and smoke lasses And New York women are way too fresh Too much on your mind, let me ease that sh- your hoes and everything you do is extra. Uh, yeah. uh, now don't be trying to come around my girl acting like Mr. Friendly and steal the spotlight like Mr. Bentley. I spotted her like Spud McKenzie, and for them fake boobies, I paid them Benjis. Get your own. I got Paris, he got Nikki, he tried to get him a clone. He said, Yeah, you know, you got extra hoes and everything you do is extra cold. From the polo fleece to the Jesus piece. I got family in high places like Jesus, niece. Can I please say my peace? If y'all fresh to death, then I'm deceased. And this one here is a heat rock. Spit like a beatbox, the way the beat rocks. New version of Pete Rock. But for that Benz, I get CL love. So I switch my girls around like 3L dub. I'm calling. Hey, man. That was before Kanye did the Kanye thing. Hey, 2004 was a great year for music, dog. Shout out to Slum Village, man. Detroit song. Now they got that verse from Kanye before College Dropout dropped. Yeah. Now that yeah. song came out after, but like they got pre Kanye. Yeah. On the Kanye. Man, they um, when when he did the College Dropout tour and when he performed at the Fox, that I was year, there. I was there too, man. Uh, Slum Village was there, and they performed that shit, and, and I GLC loved it. Opened Yo, GLC opened up like. Yo, what's so funny and oh, shit? Oh man. Um, that was a Friday. Yep. Uh, yep. I got tickets, and uh, me and my nigga Dan went, and then yeah. we left there and went straight up to Michigan State. <laughs> Yo, so what was funny, uh, the the girl I was with at the time, obviously in college, um, she got me them tickets for, like, Valentine's Day or some shit. And, uh, and Dilated Peoples was there. Here's, what, here's when I knew, like, I was like, all right, maybe – Maybe I don't be thinking that weird because she got me two and she told me to go with my homeboy, nigga. Like, I really thought she was, like, getting me the other ticket to go with her. And I was like, I didn't want to go with you. I wanted to go with my friends. And then she was like, no, like, take, I got it for you and your boy. I was like, all right, girls ain't that bad. And that was, that was like my first girlfriend. So I really thought that was the rule. And I was very happy that I didn't have to go with her. So shout out to me. Damn, that'd be- um, Hey, 04 was lit, bro. And that concert was dope as fuck, dog. Like that was like that's top three of my favorite concerts ever. Fam, I I one hundred percent Kanye'd out at that concert and went up there with my the, fucking Louis book bag. It was the energy in that motherfucker. Yeah, bro. you know, fam, what I'm it was at the Fox. Like we was fam. Kanye at the Fox right now is not a thing. It's not a thing. But Kanye and 04 at the Fox. And the Fox is not a small. No, thing. the Fox ain't small at all. But we know what Ye doing right now. This nigga just had fucking. Uh, SoFi shit opened up the to the roof, scenes. nigga. Yeah, like, yo, that shit looked beautiful, by the way. Like, Man. that picture you took. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fire, dog. Oh, man. That's Shout a, out to Thieves. Like, that's a, that was a, that, uh, we kind of touched on it uh, last episode, but yeah. like, yo, yo, visually, that shit was amazing. It dog. it really looked beautiful, dog. And I was so it was just so dope that I've never seen a live uh, performance streaming on Amazon Prime before. Yeah, so that's that the newest thing? shit. Is that a thing? That's the new thing. So I think, um, because we knew when when Ye was doing the Donda shit, all that was on Apple. Um, but Drake 
took all his shit off of Apple. Like, you remember he used to have his, like, uh, whatever his Drake radio shit was called on Apple. It's no longer on there. I don't think they do that shit no more. Because there's no more Nicki Minaj. There's well, no- so I think all him and Nicki got the fuck off there. I think Ye was the only nigga, like, doing his thing with Donda. But whatever this was, I think Drake is trying to do some, like, apple shit. Or, I'm sorry, Amazon-type shit. That's coming. Like, Amazon Music is coming. Because it's a thing. We know it's a thing. My nigga, no one's switching to Amazon Music. Fam, I really don't switch to Spotify. I'd go on there for podcasts. Like, I'm not. I know one person, my homegirl, Brittany. Um, she was on Spotify before Spotify was like With a Spotify, thing. yeah. Like, this is before Apple. Yeah. Was like, a, when I still had a trio. Yeah. She used to use Spotify. Like So, when I used to work in marketing, um... For about four months, Spotify was a client. They were still in the UK. They hadn't transitioned over to the US yet. Um, but because we were working with them, uh, I got a Spotify membership. So I was one of the first people with a Spotify US login. And even back then with the free login before it was in the US, I didn't really use it because... Hey, I I just I go to Apple, dog. It's right there. I'm used to it. Um, I use my title. Shout out to title. Use that a lot more frequently than I had in the past. Um, but all in all, ain't nobody really doing the Spotify thing. So if I'm barely doing the Spotify thing, I'm definitely not doing the uh, Amazon Music. But never salute to fucking Jeff what Bezos. The fuck I look here. like a I'm <laughs> li- first <laughs> listening of all, to Amazon Music while reading an ebook fam, <laughs> on first, an ebook tablet. First of all, half the reason I don't want to do Spotify for the music uh, is because yo, you, you can't own it. Well, off top, you can't. Own, I'm never paying for Spotify. That's first and foremost. But like, I can't even download yeah. like. You can't buy music off yeah, of Spotify. Yeah. Like, I can buy an album. More importantly than all that, I don't want to do shit that niggas with Androids could do. I just don't. So I'm never going to do your prime you know, Android's music. Android's got Apple Music. Oh, do they? they does play. it sound the same? Or oh. does it tell them, like, you need an Apple and then play the song? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can... Uh, you Get can, you an iPhone. If you got Android, you can actually download Apple Music. That's terrible. Yeah. Take that access away. I don't like them having access to us. Um... Yo, man, insecure. Let's just let's just dive right into it, man. We are eight episodes in, dog. We yeah. are this week. We review episode eight of Insecure. We have two left after this. How did you feel about this episode, and how are you feeling about the season so far? Because the internet's is is interneting about this season, of Insecure, bro. Um, I like this episode. Um. I thought while watching this episode, I was like, shit, I was right about. And then it was not, <laughs> it was a fucking uh, a, a Issa dream thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, yo, they did the time, they did the time skip. Cause I'm like, y'all gotta do another time skip. Anywho, um, if you think about what's been going on this season, this is exactly what we, we really wanted. Yeah. There isn't another, there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, yeah. there is nothing else to talk about. Uh, Molly is cool with the niggas in her life. They're they not they, they, they not beefing no more. They're, everybody's friends. Um, Everybody pieced it up. Mom's cool. Um, Kelly's moving away. Uh, don't nobody really fuck with her anyway. Nah. Or, no, Tiffany. Not, I mean, Tiffany. Tiffany not, yeah, not yeah. Kelly. Tiffany is uh, moving away. 
And like we just trying to wrap this up with uh see what happened with Lawrence and Issa. And yeah. we're about to get a whole hour of that, probably. So here's the thing though. We think we're about to get a whole hour of that, but I gotta tell you. Every one of these fucking previews for the next week, when I think I know what the shit's going to be about, then we get the episode. It don't be about that. It ain't been that at all. It's been like half a second of whatever I'm thinking. So next week's preview, and I saw you looking at it when I first got to the studio. Hey, Tiffany and Derek having a going away party. Looks like we're finally going to get Issa Lawrence, Nate, and Condola all in the same room. They all going to be at the party. Issa and, oh, I'm sorry, Lawrence and Condola even upped it one and brought the baby. Because who else watching? Who else going to watch the baby? We got to bring the baby. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, next week should be the one. But I really feel like I've done that with every episode this week. Like, what are people looking for? I don't. So, like, with all of them at the party, what, like, are people wanting, like, a conflict or? Because that's not really what happened. Yeah, no, we definitely don't want no conflict. What I want is for them to stop tiptoeing. So for 10 episodes, I feel like they've tiptoed around the Issa Lawrence running into each other, wanting, bumping into whatever the fuck. Like, now we're kind of tiptoeing. We saw this episode, and we're going to talk about it a little more in detail, but we saw her uh, trying to envision her life in the future. Yeah. And in one version of it, Lawrence kept kind of popping up. Like, yeah. she couldn't get him out of her mind. So, like, she's starting to have, we saw her last week, which we learned this week was a couple of weeks ago. Um, she called Lawrence. He called her back. She never answered. So we're seeing like I now that's irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah, like if we ain't talked in a long time, and then you call me out the I, blue. I, yeah, I call you back, and you never call me again. Yeah, and I called you back the next day because that's respectable because we're not together, yeah. and I know you got to do. But more importantly, I don't know you got to do. Well, yeah, I may not know you got to do, but more important than any of that shit, I don't know why you called me in the middle of the night. But what I'll do is call you back the next day, like a normal human. And then you never, then I'm going to text like, what's up? You good? Yeah, like. Or was that a butt dial? Was that a butt dial, nigga? Here's the thing. I'm quick to, when motherfuckers call me who I don't talk to regularly, I'm never answering for one. And I'm always quick to respond with the quick text. Yo, was that a mistake? If we don't talk regularly and you call me, I get nervous. Yeah. Because I think something wrong. Like, there's certain family members who, if they call my phone, I'm nervous. So, family is different. Family, I treat different. Like, an ex or an old friend who I just haven't spoken to in a while, I look at that completely different than a family. When a family member who I don't speak with calls me out the blue, I'm probably going to answer that if I know it's them. I'm probably going to answer because, to your point, I'm nervous because I'm always worried. Anytime I hear from family I ain't heard from in a while, I think somebody died. I'm going to listen to it or read it on the voicemail yeah. to prepare myself because I and I'm not answering it. Yeah, but what I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to do is call you after you randomly called me and you don't hit me back. Like, you don't answer when I hit you. Like, why are we doing – what is this game we playing, East? Like, come on, dog. But um, back to the episode, though. You said you liked this episode. I, I think it's. I think it's like. I think it's furthering. I th- well, in real life, I think it's kind of realistic. Here's the thing, dog. But you don't. I haven't disliked any of these episodes. We ate deep. I don't think it's possible for me to dislike an episode of Insecure. I ask you this. What's up? Were you enjoying this episode before you found out it was fake? 
Because I thought that shit was real. Oh, when the, it jumped, you thought it was one. a time jump? So, the first one, I'm like, oh, shit, they are doing a time jump. I'm thinking, yeah. like, hell fucking yeah. So, Look at Issa. She got the money, and then boom, boom, boom. I'm thinking, like, okay, years later. Because in my yeah. brain, I'm figuring, all right, how this going to work out? Oh, years later, she's yeah. going to run into... She gonna run into the old boy, or so I kind of realized it was the so when they walk into the theater, everybody had on different outfits. I, yeah, and that's that I caught that initially, and that's what made me think she went into imagination mode. Like, well, I, well so initially, what I thought yeah. was I caught it for sure, for sure with with Crenshaw. Yeah, yeah, oh, right, definitely, yeah, because that was weird. Yeah. But when when they switched outfits, I thought to my head, in my head, I thought like, oh. This is them saying we were starting at this little joint. Yeah. Now we're in the head. Yeah. And everybody had different outfits. You're like, you talk, you talk. Yeah. I'm thinking like, all right. But then when they kept going, yeah. And kept going, I'm like, oh shit. This they is really how... jumping us through. I'm like, man, I'm proud as fuck as a, a shout a out to them randomly being in the Motor City uh, and, on and, the one part. Yeah, in Ann Arbor. Or University of Dearborn. Could have been A. Hey, Could have been there. Um, yeah. Close enough. Uh, We'll take it. They mentioned the Motor City and we'll take it, dog. Yeah. Um, Michigan State was in. um. Well, a slight Michigan State was in uh, via Jamel Hill. AKA oh, on, uh, on Power, yeah. Power. And Facts. then this one, you know, shout out to Facts. the Motor City. Um, you could have said Detroit, though. Facts. Yeah, I ain't really. We don't, we don't motor, refer to yeah, We don't call ourselves the Motor City. That's weird. Um, but that said, I didn't dislike the episode. I just feel like, and I felt like this, not just this episode, but all season. Something feels off. Like, the chemistry between most of them feels off. Like, Nate and Issa don't really give... Like, when I rewatched season four, when Nate was first introduced, I felt like their chemistry was a lot more like boom, boom, boom. When Nate they seem Issa off as off. fuck now. Because when they are off as fuck. Yeah. We didn't know whether we was going to stay together at all. Yeah. Now we talking about moving in, and I'm I can't... I've been thinking about Lawrence the whole season. That shit is weird, dog. It's not, because that's what happens in real life. No, no, no. It's weird that, yo, I, because, and again, I, I said four episodes ago, I don't think she loves that nigga. I think she's trying to convince herself she loves him to get fucking Lawrence out of her mind. I stand by that. This episode, for me, reiterated that. Because, yo, one, first of all, they say I love you too fucking much. Like, they said it in every scene. They, I love you, love you too. Fam, she ain't say all that shit with Lauren. So I might have heard them say I love you like twice in four seasons. It really wasn't in love at the time, though. <laughs> yeah, also true. Yeah. Um, But it seems so forced, and that's what's making me think, like, dog, she really just doing this to get over Lawrence. And now after this episode, I'm feeling like, all right, you're doing this to get over Lawrence, and it's not working. Well, no, no, no. I don't think that I'm intentionally doing something to get over Lawrence. I think I'm over Lawrence, so I'm trying to move on with my life. No, see, I don't even necessarily mean intentionally. I mean she's trying to convince herself that she's over Lawrence. And I don't think she is. I don't think she is, dog. Like, Ain't that what happened, though? After, Like, say you in the a, in a, in a loved one, y'all don't work out. Yeah. When you get into your next relationship, you convincing yourself that you're over it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause like all that shit just doesn't go away immediately, right? Especially oh no! If but it's it was... been some time now. It's been at least it's been over a year since you left that nigga at the uh, after the airport after he dropped you off. Like, if you ain't over me in over a year and you got a whole new nigga, but I but see, I only we woke up not because I didn't love you anymore. Yeah, just because this was a real all facts. Hey, it got too real for me. I didn't want to do the stepmom shit. I didn't want to do the long distance shit. It was mad shit. 
that all kind of compounded. I guess what my what my question is to the yeah. to the watchers and the, or whatever is like, I get it, but like with this whole fucking season to be over episode four, if y'all want them to get directly to see what happened with, with Issa and Lawrence, right? See, I don't even necessarily, I've, I've been a, a super proponent of, I don't want Lawrence and Issa to get together. Like that's not what I'm, I'm okay, clamming just to for. see what was going to happen. But for me, once that happens, the show is over with. See, for me, I would feel a lot better. Like I said, the chemistry for all characters, not just the romantic characters. I feel like everybody been off. But if we thinking just from the, you know, Issa Lawrence, Nathan angle, fam, if Nathan and Issa just felt a little more believable, them niggas don't, fam, they woke up talking about squirrels and motherfucking, uh, and, uh, oh, what's on your mind? Like, every time they talk, I'm bored, nigga. Like, they fucking put, they rocking me to sleep. And it just don't feel like the, again, the chemistry that I saw in them season four is missing, to, dog. I think that's how it's supposed to be, though. Yeah. Like, they yeah. trying to tell you, like, yo, this is not going to work out because she. Yeah. Like, she doesn't even want to be thinking about Lawrence, but Lawrence keeps popping up. So, for me, what's, what's missing, because even if they are trying to give me that, hey, appreciate it. Y'all giving it to me. Pause. Um, It's so much screen time of it, dog. Like, it's just like, God damn, like, they forcing this shit down the viewer's throats. And it's like, bro, this shit is just, I'm over it. Like, I'd rather see. For instance, some we got on this episode, they mentioned uh, Molly and Torian went on a date. They had their first date. Now they texting about date number two. I would have loved to see their first date, nah. dog. I would have. That would have been ten times better than seeing fucking Issa and Lawrence or and Nate and Nate cousin or ten minutes of Ty Dolla Sign on the fucking bus in the plane. I don't need all that, dog. Give me the other care because y'all ain't got to fucking give me the Issa and Lawrence conclusion up front. But it's so much character development we ain't getting for nobody else because y'all spending time trying to impress me with Nate. Well, Get him out of here, man. They weren't even in this episode a lot, though. Like, yeah. in that first little... He was in it too much. That first little... they and then When it first started off, and then when they kissed at the little... Yeah. The shop. But after, after that, he was in it as in, like, once you made it home. But, like, I enjoyed the fact with, like, it's on some Night Before Christmas type shit. Ebenezer, let me show you your life. Is this going to be your life? Or is this going to be your life? And I think because when this season ends yeah. or when the series ends, we don't know what the fuck yeah, is going to Yeah, we don't know happen. what's going to happen. But because we just got two different views, depending on what decision she makes, we know how our life going to be. So let me get so you like my other. So we can continue to like, oh, shit, she finally going to get it together. She going to be. Give you my other. So you remember when uh, season one and season two, when Issa worked at We Got Y'all. In both of them seasons, we got. So much information about we got y'all, what they did, what Issa's involvement was, what she was trying to do to get the um, black students involved and get them to be a part of the program and all that shit. Like, we learned a lot about ultimately what she was doing and why it didn't work out. We knew. Fam, I don't give a fuck about MBW. I don't give a fuck about Crenshaw. We know how I feel about Crenshaw. But the reason is, is because, yo, they just kind of threw both of these in the mix and it's like, I right, I'm looking at it as a viewer, like, if you Eason, you just got this offer from MBW to partner with them and bring the block over there, and it's lucrative, and it's something that'll put you in scenario A when you're trying to think of your choices in your future. Nigga, working with Crenshaw is not the, why are we considering that? Like, why are we bumping that story 
up against this. Because what we've been seeing as viewers is Issa go through struggles, ups and downs about her career, dog. Like, whether it's been trying to do the block, whether it's been We Got Y'all, whether it's been working at the apartment, whatever the fuck. Fam, Crenshaw, I don't but give a sure. fuck what the story is whoa, with, whoa. with the future of Crenshaw or working with him. That is not going... It don't feel important enough to be lining it up against finally being able to make some money and being with your peers. Nigga. But she, her, even with the with the We Got Y'all, her whole thing has always been helping her community. Community, fact. Right, so... Crenshaw could be anybody. It's yeah. me doing something that's going to actually impact neighborhoods that yeah. what I want, or do I, to her self, like, am I a sellout? Yeah. Do I just go with the money and do some surface shit? Because, like, when they was like, hey. Go with the money. When she was in Detroit or Detroit, yeah. S, it was like, you ain't, like, what's going on in L.A.? She was kind of like, I don't really know because yeah. I'm corporate now, essentially. Yeah. And so she had a thing. Yeah. Like, and even in her, she asked Nate, hey, when did we move in here? He was like, a year ago. You wanted to move to West Hollywood to be closer to the At MBW. At that point, office. I knew something was up. Yeah. I was like, Got what you, you mean? Got you. That's when I knew this was wasn't real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, when did we move here? I'm but like, it was oh, like, shit, this a, this a, because this is the longest yeah. fake scene. So for me, remove the fuck so again and and the reason that I bring up the cringe Sean part of it because yes Issa's whole shit from day one has been Inglewood in the neighborhood and making sure that gentrification doesn't take over the neighborhood and what it's known for and the people who have been involved in it and in a part of its development fam I would have loved to see her envision what she could do with the block by herself You've had these successful events. You you're you're starting to become a name in the neighborhood. You just put on uh, another successful event with Afro Walk. You got Coogie in them store over there. Like, I would have liked that vision to be less about her linking with Crenshaw and more about. I don't think it's about Crenshaw. I think it's about what you no, just no, no. said though. It's not about that. But what we're seeing is Crenshaw on screen for the fourth fucking episode, and this storyline is trash, bro. I get it, but it's it's what you asking for. He's just the face of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, we, and that's what I'm saying. I don't want this nigga's face. Like, this nigga is literally three episodes past his time, bro. I get it. That's all I care about. Right. Get him out of here. But the storyline with Issa, which is the most important, mm-hmm. is do I... So my first vision was I can make all the money and everything I want, Facts. but I feel disconnected, so I feel empty. Yeah. Right. And the other one, and I'm married to, 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 um, to Nate because yeah, they kept yeah. saying Issa Hood. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Or, or Issa Wood. Wood. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the second one, I'm still staying with, uh, with Nate, but I'm broke still. I'm making all the impact that I, that I wanted to. Yeah. But yeah. I'm still staying Still in, in the same apartment. Yeah. So what I see is that in any of these scenarios, if I stay with Nathan, don't, this shit don't work out. In yeah. either scenario, yep, this shit don't work out to me. So I get it, Krishan is the whole nine yards, but like I don't think it's about him at all. I think it's about do I want to go the corporate route, mm-hmm. um, make it look like not make it look like, but help from a help from afar, yeah. or do I want to be quote unquote down in the trenches and help my community? Which one of these routes do I take? And yeah. I thought that um, Molly gave her really good advice. Like, listen, my nigga, neither one of them is the wrong choice. They just are what they are. Like, there is not a bad choice. There's just a choice. And you, again, it's been a theme since damn near the whole thing. Yeah. You got to make a choice and you got to stand on that shit. And she told her, yo, do what's going to make you happy. And then Lawrence keeps popping up. 
Facts. Like, at the end of the day, that's what's gonna make you happy. So let's 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 because I want to talk about both of what we just talked about. Um, well, actually, all three. Going for the money. We know East and them. They in their thirties, probably around like for episode purposes. Say what, thirty three, thirty four now, maybe even thirty five because she turned thirty. Uh, I say 32, 33. Yeah, 32, 30. Because she was 30 at the end of season four. Or I'm sorry, the end of season, whatever season that was where they went to the last dragon in the park at the cemetery or whatever the fuck that was. That was her 30th birthday. She's probably about 33 then. So then 33, 34, because they, they jumped a year. So we getting there. So about 33-ish. So let's just say early to mid-30s. If you've never like made the money for real, I feel like at some point you owe it to yourself to go for the money. Why can't she do? I, so I, you're asking the question that stood out to me every time. Fam, is Crenshaw? Is it like a like a non compete NDA? T- Fam, they like, just wanted to work with Crenshaw. Yeah, like bring him through the company. NBW. And here's the thing, yo, if Crenshaw doesn't want to work with NBW, even though they bought into his whole thing that he did they paid you before and they paid you before and they liked your what you did with your fashion show but let's say he wants to keep shit independent and i don't want to work with nobody so then have him pay you directly and now you got a side hustle where you still connected to the neighborhood but you still work in nbw and i'm sure with the resources you got at nbw you won't feel like okay i can't do both my nigga your assistant will be getting paid she getting an offer you'll have more fucking people behind you why you can't do both? I didn't get that. Like them making this seem like it has to be one or the other didn't really I ain't that ain't connect with me, dog. It's gonna be MBW. Fuck your clothing line. Fam, I'm I'm going with my few I know like, it's gonna sound this gonna sound bad. But nigga, I'm not fucking with your black clothing line. Because fam. we get rid of shit too often. Fam. We'll be off some shit that was popping. Fashion's so fickle. Fashion let me tell you two things that's fickle as fuck when it comes to entrepreneurship. Fashion and the food industry. These are two of the fucking hardest industries to break out. If you saw, uh, you know, anybody when they, after Virgil passed a couple weeks ago, rest in peace. If you saw people talking about him, you might have seen how many brands he was a part of before he got to Off-White and Louis. My nigga, it took him that long to get to Off-White and Louis and he had Kanye and all these other fucking resources and access to all this shit. This shit ain't easy, dog. It's just too It's too fickle. My nigga, like, everybody makes shirts. That's why, I know this is going to sound wild. That's why white brands don't want you wearing their clothes. Not because I think you less than, but I know how fickle you are. So you're going to blow our shit up. It's going to be popping. And then once you don't fuck with it no more, no one's going to fuck with it. So now we had a, 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 a cool brand but now it's uncool now. Yeah. Nigga, so they don't want you wearing it because you're not going to stay long. Yeah. So like, nah. And another thing, Crenshaw, you ain't wore shit sweet yet, bro. Your clothes ain't really looking as fire as you, this attitude you giving me right now, bro. So for as, as much as you doing for the neighborhood and all that shit, and you the nigga that made it out and whatever the fuck they calling you. I'll be swearing y'all be so fucking different, but you look like exactly like another nigga I know. My nigga, 
I mean, y'all be swearing y'all different, and then all y'all post the same Justin LeBoy post all day. Whatever. Like, it's nobody who says they that different is really that different, dog. Yeah, man. Like, and that's Crenshaw, you doing all this extra shit, and your shit's kind of basic, dog. And then he even told her, like, yo, I tried to do a, a wearable uh, art gala and didn't know I needed permits and this and that. Okay, so your business acumen is trash. You don't know shit. Because, nigga, even I know, yeah, you can't do some shit like this in the middle of the city without certain permits and certain, like, okay, you don't know nothing that's going on. I can't fuck with you, dog. I can't fuck with you. You're bad for my brand, but what I can do is help you out for a nominal fee, nigga, while I take this money over at MBW. Dog. I'm a, I can consult you. Fam. Why I don't get why that wasn't an option. Like this really didn't feel like because even in her in her uh, her daydream. Now I can I I can definitely understand that Krishan's gonna be a lot to deal with, and I'm not gonna be able to do all that shit with you, that you gonna need yeah. while I'm actually working in a new position with new expectations. Yeah, yeah. They paying me a, some apparently some life changing money over here, and I'm not about to be fucking around with you. So which takes us back to our question we just asked. I don't get why she's not able to bring him along through NBW the way that they were planning on episode two. Like, nigga, this was this was the venture that I thought would lock me in with NBW. Probably because he went on the internet and badmouthed everybody, mm, mm. including Issa. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it. You want to come back with your hat in hand? But say that shit publicly, my nigga. Yeah. You diss me publicly. Don't reconcile mm. privately. And, niggas, say that shit publicly so I can bring you through NBW. Because right now they think that you hate me and NBW. But guess what? It'll be a lot easier for both of us. And now that I know they're receptive to your fucking wild, brash approach to this shit, I can get you some fucking help. I just, what I, I didn't get it. I also don't get why Todd Dolla Sign keeps popping up on this motherfucker every time she thinks about success, nigga. He been here since Daniel got introduced season one. You remember uh, she was in the mirror and that nigga Ty Dollar popped up with Daniel because he said he produced a record for the nigga or some shit. Probably one of the homies. I'm going to throw my homies He in might be. Uh, what else happened on this? Oh, um, I don't understand. What's that? This giant, well, let me rephrase it. I understand. But this whole life insurance estate shit, like it's three of y'all, my nigga. Fam. Like how how much, it don't look like it's that much money left. Like what is the. Okay. Let's, let's, let's keep it real with Molly's parents. It's not like you have a single parent, right? By themselves and need to find out what, like it's another one. If one of them dies, first of all, all the shit we talking about is going to the other parent. So right now me and my brothers are literally not concerned. Now for Molly, I understand a bit because you're in a, you're a lawyer. You're an attorney. I understand your attorney brain wanting your parents to have this in order. Because what it sounds like is you don't want to argue with your siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get all of that. Hey, Kelly's a financial planner. I get bringing her in to assist. With, I get all of that. What I don't get is y'all taking a full day to discuss what sounds like a few thousand dollars in a house. Because Pops even said, yo, I worked for 50 years and feel like I don't have shit to show for it. If I die, I can't leave nothing to my kids. I used most of my damn or a, a portion of my 401k for your mom's medical bills. Hey, I get it. I've been there. Hey, the bills ain't getting paid, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, I, I just, I, I know what it is, so I, I get what he's saying. 
But what we don't need to do is Molly all stressed and brushing out crying when she get in the car. Like, if something happened, y'all still there. You a lawyer. My nigga. And more importantly, if you lose one parent, that don't automatically mean you lose the other one. Um, More importantly, your mom didn't magically heal. Because she was paralyzed two weeks ago. Now she up and joking with Kelly and all that. Okay, well, it seemed like moms ain't going to die this year. So... Looks like we can walk off today. Well, hopefully. We got two. Yo, if mom died before episode 10 and we only got two left and we lived through a stroke, I'm going to be mad as shit. Issa, I'm going to find you, dog. I'm, I'm just telling you now, bro. I'm not saying that that shit not important. No, no, no. It's important as fuck. It seems like a weird storyline to continue. Unless you think they both about to pass immediately. Because guess what? My will is different if my husband or mate is there than it is if it's just me. Do you think that this storyline came from, and again, I have no idea if this was a thing or ever a conversation, but do you think maybe they was just trying to take Molly's part of the story off of her dating life a bit? Like, take the light off of that and try to show, like, hey, this ain't all Molly do, or, like, this ain't all Molly got going on? I think this was a a, a call to black people to get there. You know how they, they thought. But, like, but like so I didn't really. I thought that. And now here we are three episodes of Molly's parents' health concerns later where I'm like, because they got to Okay, we get it. Like, I get it. I get it. But I don't need y'all to, like, drill this into my head, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I heard you. I heard you. Y'all want to get your, your estate in order. I feel you. How many times are y'all going to go? Because, like, this episode, it felt, for them to have, this episode was literally two parts. It was Issa and her choice, her decision on, or her options, I guess. Uh, and then it was Molly and her parents and trying to get their will together. And it was just like, that was a lot of time spent on something that y'all have been talking about for now, four fucking episodes. So like, like, it's just like, all right, bro, like, damn. I think it's um because we have to finish that conversation. Because if not, it's like, y'all brought this up and y'all ain't never, y'all ain't never really addressed that. But, I mean, I, I guess what they're trying to say is, it is difficult having those conversations, um, especially if, if a man who's been provided for his family for all those years feels insecure yeah. um, about what they're able to leave and the, the hesitancy. That's and I there. appreciated that from her dad. And so that's a good conversation to have. And also that even though that you have those feelings as the children or the new, the new elders that's going to come up, you still got to press forward. To still make that happen. You know what I would have loved? And again, this is me. I don't I don't have an HBO Sunday night show, so you know, take everything I'll say with a grain of salt. But I would have loved if on episode two, when they initially brought up her parents' estate and her trying to talk to them about that, if they had done all of this and her parents still was kind of like uncertain, unsure, da, da, and then the mom had the stroke, and then it's like, okay, we need Kelly to, and then we sign it and boom, we done. I don't feel like we needed to stretch. Mentioning the estate, mom having a stroke, mom recovering from the stroke, full episode about fucking Kelly and Molly finally getting her parents to take this seriously. Like, well, also, it's just a lot of time wasted, bro. Well, also, or let me not say wasted, a lot of it. Because that also plays into the relationship that Molly has with Torian, though. All the stuff that I've been going through, because if I wasn't going through yeah. this stuff with my parents, yeah. if that was wrapped up quickly, then I can't have that conversation with Torian yeah. and then find out, oh, you was going through something too. They bind over that. Yeah. Um, 
second date get messed up because of my family stuff. However, you still send me some wings, send me some like. So let's let's talk about that real quick. M- Molly had the the meeting with Kelly and her parents, her brothers. Um, they did the whole estate plan. They finally got a will put together, but Molly was exhausted. She was mentally just out of it. Her and Torian had their second date plan that night. He called her trying to figure out what she wanted to drink because the restaurant they were going to was BYOB. She said, yo, man. Bitch, I'm still about three o'clock. <laughs> she said, yo, um, you know, I, I really was excited about tonight, but I'm be honest, this shit with my parents just fucking blew me out. Like, I just need to go home. I'm tired. I appreciated Molly's communication right there. I did. Um, she kept it a buck. Because she could have went on a date and it's been a bad date. Yeah, and don't don't do that to me. And I love Torian's response. He ain't make her feel bad. And I'm like, yo, I'm a grown man, dog. You had a bad day. You don't feel like going. That's fine. I'm going to save my money. Order me some motherfucking takeout. I'm chilling. But more importantly, I'm here if you need me. If you want to talk, you know how to find me. I'm here. Then he sent her some wings and wine. Because you still got to eat. Because wings do make everything better. And he texted her immediately after the food got delivered. Because, hey, I ordered it. I know when the food get delivered. Wings and wine make everything better. Molly, you didn't reply and say, do you want to come join me, dog? You motherfucker. Molly blew that. She ain't blow it in real life like Tori and ain't going to want to holler at her. But that was her shit. Old Molly wouldn't have fucked that up, nigga. Damn. You know what else makes everything all right? Duh. Gina, baby, I don't have no money. Because this is what I, I really needed no tonight. I got you wings and wine. Yeah. But I really, really, really I wanted like some. So don't send me the wings and wine. Send me the Patron. No, no. When I send you wings and wine, as much as I did that genuinely, because I want you to have a good night, I want you to eat, and I want you to feel better, invite me for the wings. Like, what if Torian was at the crib? Like, well, I didn't I didn't order nothing for myself because I thought she was going to invite me over to enjoy the wings with her. Ordered a bitch a 60-piece. I think it was implied that she picked up her phone and texted him back. Yeah, yeah, no, but invite me though. Yeah, I, I mean, wanna. I, maybe I, she did. I, she might have. Because but I she need was to ready to it. fuck tonight. Oh, that was her whole plan. Yeah. So I didn't like how she, how they said it. I know they ain't mean nothing by it, but when they was like, the second day gonna go better than the first one. That mean we gonna fuck. Like, all right. The first one was good though. You know what I'm saying? Give me my credit. Like, oh, yeah, no yeah, shit yeah. on the first one just because oh, we ain't fucked. <laughs> I ain't like the tone. I think that means I thought there was a, a nice way to say yeah, yo. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna get that nigga some pussy tonight. Yeah. Um, but then hey, if you Torian, you didn't get no pussy and you didn't get no wings, cause like, nigga, and you ain't get no tapas. You was ready to go and drink some fucking wine, nigga. You ain't get the top. Either. You ain't get no top. <laughs> the top is. <laughs> you ain't get the topest top. Um. I I I really I know they're gonna be at the going away party on the next episode as well. They showed Tori and Molly walk in together. We got two episodes left. I know we're not getting a ton between Tori and Molly, but I want to see them together romantically, like with one another one time, not like sex scene. Just like I'm excited to see them like come to the venue next week to see what that chemistry looked like 
in person because from up until recently, all we've seen from them is tension at work. Guess what, so, dog? Once this season is over with, and y'all watch that shit from season one to season ten, y'all gonna say this this fucking season was great, dog? Eh, watch. nah, nah. Watch. Uh, here's here's why I'll say that. Um, I ain't season ain't bad. It's been good, but here's why I won't say it's great. Uh. Because none of these episodes have had anything to do with one another. Like the ep- again, when I say shit seems off, it's it's character chemistry, it's jokes like kind of not landing the way that they normally land. Like what you mean? Everybody like dog. It was a couple things. I'll just use this episode for example. Um, it was a couple things Kelly said, like when they were at the uh, the art walk, and when Kelly, Molly, and uh, Issa's brother came on the scene. <laughs> she was fucking. Issa brother is always funny to me. That yeah. nigga's just he's he's great. Him and uh Lawrence homeboy are like Chad. Them niggas is like instant laughs to me. But like Kelly like said something after Issa brother made his little comment and it just didn't land. Like moments be feeling dry to me. Like it's been a lot of fucking dry moments on this this season that I just ain't really like I'm like you remember last week when uh when Tiffany was like get out was right there. Like when Kelly made the joke about Queen and Slim or whatever the fuck she said, and they was like, Get Out was right there. That's how I've really been feeling about a lot of the jokes on the season. Like, whatever the one that was gonna like land for real was right there, but for some reason it felt like they not hitting it. Um, so I, I think this season in general, when we look back on it, I think it will be a lot better together. But I do feel like it's still just been it's just been off, man. Like I feel like this season everybody's moving like we know it's ending, dog. I think that's impacting everybody's judgment on the actual the program because we want – I think niggas just want to know what happens. Yeah. And, like, yo, this not what I envision of happening, so, you know, change that shit a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, put, that, put this shit in the way that my brain wants to see it. Now. Yeah. Um, and, but so here's the wild thing, too, for me. Um, I didn't necessarily have, like, a – like a vision for what I wanted from this final season. Like, again, I've, I've never been on the fucking East and Lawrence have to get back together train. I, if it happened, cool. But right now, honestly, if they, if that's where we go by the end of fucking episode 10, it seems not, forced. I'll tell you what I'm not for. What's that? Nate wanting to move in. Fam. Like what nigga? Nate, you just got your apartment, nigga. Calm down. You still got the crates. He want to go over there cause her sheets is better. And she got nightstands. You ain't got to do it. Like it, it seemed like you, you need a place to stay. Yeah, uh, yeah. like you was just. Talk, I don't. I don't know. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I. I didn't like. I felt like that was a bit too immediate. Jumping and, right into that, and like Issa, kind of like, I thought she's gonna stand her ground. And be like, nah. Well, she said, okay, fine. Let's think about it. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. They thinking about it. I think that's a, a a relatively good response to then say let's do it, but okay, let's let's start thinking about it. But I think you know you want to move in, like I just think we should start thinking about it. No, nigga, we'll save some money. Oh uh, shit, here you. So come. when he said we'll save some money, dog, here, so look, like nigga, I I live here damn near for free, bro. You saving money? I'm the super. That's but my here's, discount. Here's 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 what I hate, dog. Because this is this is us thinking with social media brain. 
Because any normal nigga on the planet would be like, yo, I'm over here all the time. You at my spot all the time. If we move in your spot, which is bigger, better furnished, whatever the fuck, we'll both save some money. Because even though she only paying half the fucking rent right now because she the super, nigga, she'll pay less than half if I move in here. He'll save some money. Nothing's wrong with saving some money. But social media brain, the minute he said that, I was like, this nigga's a bum. (laughs) This nigga's a bum, dog. He's gonna save more than she is. Oh, one thousand percent. So that's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, she ain't saving much, but there, hey, she about that. to be Mar- making more. Been there, done that. Stayed with him like the whole nine. Like yeah, but like, I, I that shouldn't be the reason that you want to move in with the person. Yeah, because you want to save. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Because he now, definitely didn't make it sound sexy. Like oh shit, I'm leaving my shirt over here. Leaving this. I nigga mean, said, is that my shirt? I mean, we might as well. Then he was like, I mean, I, I do like waking up to you, too. <laughs> like, uh, Dog. And then, not only that, but because their chemistry's been off, to your point, probably intentionally, because um, she's still got Lawrence on the brain, it feels like moving in together is the last thing y'all should be doing. Like, bro, we ain't even, like, really, we just said I love you two weeks ago. We just got back together the week before that. And then I said, I love you. And you didn't say it. And we went a whole week trying to figure out if this was even going to work. Nigga, just last week at girls night, which was two weeks ago in their time, I was telling them, you know what? I'll just start over nigga. Cause this nigga, Nate ain't it. I don't know if he loved me for real. Our shit ain't strong enough. Just cause I fucking left a shirt over here. You left a shirt over here that I wore that we need to get back together, man. We we having sex, and we like spending the night at each other's crib. Mm-hmm. And I come home with food. That don't mean we need to live together. We don't need... How do you have... Because you, you've lived with a woman before. When do you feel like, all right, I know, I'm I'm good. I want to live with this person. Like, I, I want to move in together. Well, I live with two girlfriends. Okay. Uh, one before we was even girlfriends. <laughs> I may be the wrong person to ask. No, so Jay a wild nigga. Jay a wild nigga. <laughs> uh, but, like, literally... Like, yo, this one girl, uh, my ex, <laughs> this yeah. one girl, um, like, so one day she came over, and then she never left. Yeah. Like, so every single day, she just came back, and then, or then I'll be over there. So after, like, I don't know, like, I think it was, like, nine months uh, of us being in the actual relationship, we ended up moving together. Yeah. Because, like, I was... Lease was up. I was moving different jobs the whole nine yards. And I was like, yo, it was kind of like that. Like, I'm like, am I, am I supposed to ask? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm about to move into another spot. Like, I'm supposed to like, yeah. ask. But, yeah. like, yo, if you literally haven't slept anywhere else for the last nine months. But my crib, yeah. Um, or mine or, or yours. Or with me, yeah. And in first of the month, we both, like, it don't really make no yeah. sense. One of us is blowing money. Here's the thing, man. Well, both of us in real life, but here's the thing, man. It's you know, I'm 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 living with Shorty for the first time, dog. I just feel like, yo, you know when this like the convo they had in the bathroom was very fucking like surface level, nigga. Like, hey, I left my shirt over here. I know you left it three weeks ago. I tried to hide it. You always wearing my shirt. Shit. We stand together, we wake up together. I like making you coffee. But I will say this. Yeah. I didn't have a deep, we didn't have a deep conversation. It ain't about a deep conversation. It's about your fucking reasoning well, wait, internally. We should have, though. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Because ultimately, yeah. I don't think neither one of us was ready was to move ready. in. But we both said yeah. yes. 
I thought I was supposed to ask. She thought she was supposed, she thought to, say she's yes. supposed to say yes. I get you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, we still stayed together, I don't know, a year and a half, two years after that. Yeah. But, like, I think it was too soon to the point it was like, Got you. yo, we may be still together because we live together. Yeah. Because if we lived in separate spaces, this relationship probably would go a different, a little different way. A different way. So we had the deep conversation. I think we had it a little later than we probably should have, but we had the conversation. Um, but beyond that, it was also just for for where we were at in our lives, like the appropriate like next step. It was like, yo, this is what we need to be doing. Side note, this is Jenny fought too, by the way. Oh, I can always blame <laughs> some shit on Jenny. I, I see this being her. Did she encourage it? <laughs> she was like, like move in together. <laughs> yeah. that, I know Jenny. I know she's my like, dog. She's man. like, if it don't work out, just leave. And that, that Jenny, like, this is a whole lease. Oh, Jenny, this is a legal by, legally binding document, uh, my nigga. Like, if it don't work out, me and her still live here, dog. Jenny gave a blessing. I was like, well, fuck it, I'm a whole time. Man. Jenny at home, happy with her husband and kids, <laughs> living life, and you had to shit miserable. Like. This bitch don't even put the toilet seat back down. Like, um, That's funny. No, but it's 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 definitely a conversation you need to have. I just think that, hey, I like waking up and making you coffee. Ain't there that that ain't the reason. Like, I want y'all convo to be a little bit. If you're gonna have it, have it. To your point, don't do it because I feel like this is what I should say. And then you say, yeah, because you feel like you should say yeah. But it's all lessons learned, right? For sure. I do think, because uh, in the pre again the preview for next week, it looked like they did move in together. I I kind of got that vibe when uh, Nate asked her, "Damn, what kind of niggas you used to living with?" And it's like uh, the nigga I lived with for five years, motherfucker. That's the, the only other nigga. That's I've ever lived that's with. the kind. Well, she lived with Daniel. That don't count. No, nah, that count. Well, if that's the case. Well, one woman I lived with twice then. Okay. Okay. Hey, same woman, nigga. That's one time. Yeah, Fuck it. Because I let her live me, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, she lived with Daniel. Fuck that they wasn't fucking. She was there on that couch when Daniel was in there getting buns. Low key, I let her move in with me before we was together. Yeah. That ended up turning to like a four-year relationship. And then when I was leaving my apartment, so we lived together. She went... Uh, her house burned down like right before Christmas and shit. I'm like, yeah, just, just come here. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when she finally got her own spot, boom. Uh, and then we was together for all this time. And then my lease was up, but my new apartment wasn't going to be ready for a period of time. I'm like, well, why does, then I stayed over there again. And okay. So those were like quote unquote two different times. Uh, but I was Daniel. No, I wasn't definitely not Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. I Cause Daniel was wilding. <laughs> no, Daniel was over there uh making Daniel was wilding and Daniel was getting hold. Ty Dollar Beats. Fam, Daniel ate the coochie for three minutes and then Issa was like, We can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo, uh run me my three minutes though. <laughs> yo, no, that's how I'm like Ty you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Next subject. Next subject. Um either way, Daniel got played, nigga. And Daniel wore a Playboy Bunny cardigan in the club, nigga. I'm I'm never letting that go, bro. This nigga wore a fucking uh what you call that shit? Uh yeah. somebody yeah. crocheted that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I promise that's the artwork this week. Is Daniel because <laughs> I have it in my phone, nigga. That's it's funny. it's ready to go. Um Nate Daniel Lawrence, rank him. Lawrence number one, clearly. Lawrence, it's really between Nate and fucking Daniel. Lawrence, Nate, Daniel. 
don't know, man. Nate been boring the shit out of me, dog. Nate, all this nigga say is mental health, nigga. He turning into Charlemagne. On I'm this tired thing. of this shit, dog. That nigga <laughs> Nate is fucking. That nigga turning into Charlemagne. That nigga Nate say Charlemagne. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> shit, y'all got some names, oh y'all. <laughs> DJ Every Charlemagne. A- Angela Lee. Lee. Angela Lee. Oh, Charlamagne, oh, Charlamagne, DJ, <laughs> DJ E, <Charlamagne laughs> d- d- that nigga said, "Woo, woo, <laughs> <laughs> yo, boy, I got yo, names, yo, yo, Webby being tired trying to pronounce <laughs> names is the greatest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life." Man. DJ Envy, oh man, that was great, dog. Um, I don't think. And nigga said, sweet Sabbath life. <laughs> <laughs> sweet Jones. Sweet Jones. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to come back, dog. Uh, Angela Lee is my favorite part. Because, uh, like, nigga, you couldn't pronounce nothing, right? <laughs> Angela and Lee is not difficult, dog. All right. <laughs> Angela Gee and Sade made my God. Let me let me read that part. God damn, girl. Y'all got some names on that man. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree of Fam, Young Savage, Sweet John Junior. Doing what I do when I do what I do and I'm doing it with my girl, DJ Envy, Angela Lee. Angela Yee. Damn. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> Man, hold up. Oh, Charlemagne. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne, the guard. DJ, DJ Lee, hold up. DJ Envy, no, Angela DJ Lee. Lee, and Charlemagne McGain. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Trio Fam, Young Savage, Sweet Jones. And you rocking with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte, your mate. Charlotte, your mate. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll never be. Charlamagne. I had to quit it. I nah, fucking share nah, a tear nah, this motherfucker. Nah, dog. Because don't give up on Charlamagne. That nigga, I don't think I'll, I'll never, never get, get this. Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Sweet John. That nigga said, my girl, DJ Envy. <laughs> DJ Lee. Oh, Bro, Webby don't know how much like joy he brought to my life when I first heard that clip, nigga. Like, my life changed, bro. Um, yo, Nate might be the sleepiest character on this show, nigga. Like, lit, he don't even talk with no excitement in his voice, nigga. Like, what you over there thinking about? Oh, nothing. How squirrels be seeming like they late to work every day? <laughs> hey, what's so funny is that, like, at my office at in my in my office at the crib, I look out the window and I see all the fucking squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. No, they move like they like late they to work. Late. No, they they definitely. Move. Because, I understood what she meant because I see the the same squares. I be like, I know who they are though. <laughs> like I know the like I know who they and are. Look, dog, I'm not a but fam. Me and Shorty have some weird conversations, nigga. Like that's that's being in a relationship that's where a you fact. where you can absolutely have your your most oddball thoughts like really be addressed by your partner because nigga this is who I'm with and like this is what goes through my mind some wild shit goes through my mind and you know what this person's gonna entertain me because they love me I respect it 
But god damn, that nigga Nate couldn't even add nothing to it. Nigga, that nigga was like, yeah, they do be moving quick, don't they? <laughs> he, he be trying to talk. Like, they told him, all right, be... Be cool, be sexy, but be nonchalant at the same time. While Action. you're being Houston. Like, nigga, throw some syrup on it. Damn, nigga, I'm asleep. I ain't yeah. I'm just I'm I'm over it. Even I don't want so damn. I I didn't I didn't want to get to this point. Yeah. But I don't want them to be together. No. But the reason that they act in that way is like so when we watch something, we get a vibe for something. Uh-huh. It's because the director told you that this is the yeah. vibe that I want to give. Go. So when that's not when that when it's coming across like, yo, I don't really yeah. know, it's yeah. because they're not supposed to be. And that's cause I'm like, dog, again. Which is I, a great I'm, fucking skill. Oh yeah, to pull off let's think about actors, right? Yeah. And whatever movie role we be watching, we be like, yo, I got a bad feeling about that yeah. shit. It'd be something very small, a slight, slight. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, man, I knew I was right. Think how much, how fucking great of an actor you had to do to to to, to pull that off. Hey, we just talked about power. Yeah. We knew Dante wasn't shit from the beginning. First episode, yo, something up with this nigga. Yeah. He gave me a vibe. It was off. I ain't like it. Boom, now we starting to see shit, nigga. So, you definitely right in that regard. Um... And hey, if the if the direction was yo, act like y'all together and in love, but don't have no chemistry, they pulling it off, nigga. Like so, for an example, when um Kelly's uh character did the directing, and she told Toyin character like you really like this person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Act like you want to continue the conversation. He ad libbed that shit. Yeah, that was yeah the, uh, my mom had a mug. Yeah, yeah, that part. I'm like, okay, so like all the emotions that you see on a TV show <coughs> that you think you would pick up, like you watch two of your friends. Yeah, no, that was strategically planned. So like, whenever I the vibes fill off, it's a reason. Yeah, that the vibes fill off. Yeah, uh, well, the vibes is definitely fucking. They they just they strange this season. Between again, it's not just an Issa Nathan thing. It's not an Issa Lawrence. It, it feel like that with everybody. You know who is on though, and I will say that I appreciate their relationship um a lot this season. Molly and Issa, man, they they really fucking vibing, and I can dig it, dog. Like their their friendship, even like you know when Issa called Molly after she left her parents, and Molly was on the couch right before Torian sent the food. Issa called, just check on her, dog. Hey, girl, I'm, I had a bad day, man. Shit with my parents, was it, it was rough. Issa Lawrence Molly. That's what we That's care about. Show. That's your show. That's your show. So, like, I think all three of well, I think we've already fixed Issa Molly. Yeah, yeah, Issa Molly are great. Molly, we, we, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. They not about to make her. Yeah, she not finna fuck up with Torian. She also not about to marry Torian before yeah. we end it. Like, yeah. She'll be happy yeah. when we leave. And I think these next two episodes is going to give us what happens yeah. with Issa and Lawrence. Not saying they're going to yeah, be yeah, together, yeah. but whatever. We'll just learn more about it. We're going to get some finality. So when you go back from one all the way through, right? So we fix Issa Molly, right? Uh, like episode one. Yeah. Um, We see what's been going on between Issa um, and... Nate, they kind of, I want to be more than friends. Yeah. They get yep. back together. Um, we see what's going on with um, Molly and her relationship status, her, her her school. We see what's going with Issa and her professional career, um, the whole nine yards. Like, then we see Molly find somebody that she finally likes. 
Uh, we see the dynamic between Lawrence and Condola, um, the ups, the downs, yeah. how yep. that whole thing is progressing. Um, they run into each other, kind of spark each other interest. And ever since they ran into each other, <clears throat> when you was out of sight, out of mind, it's easier for me to deal. Yeah. But once yeah. you came back in, I've literally been thinking about you ever since. You creep into my mind, right? Yeah. And we've been seeing this play out. And, like, if you if we want to be serious, like, this is what we really want to see. Yeah. We want to see how all these things wrap up. Yeah. It can't happen immediately. Um, but, like, I think step by step, we've been inching closer to these last oh, yeah. two we, episodes. Oh, yeah, we getting there. Um, and, um, I, so, I, I also think as we go into these last two, clearly we about to see Tiffany and Derek leave. Um, I feel like Tiffany and Derek's characters have been handled how I would want all the characters outside of Issa Molly Lawrence handled. Not too much, just a taste. Kelly, I don't mind getting more Kelly because I always like more Kelly. But like, I do think we got a little bit. It's too much comedy relief. Now I'm enjoying the comedy for where they're at, but in she's been every single yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the thing too: like, it's so much comedic relief, but from the first episode, it seemed like that wouldn't be the direction they was going to take her because she ain't like being taken as a joke, and I ain't like being a silly friend and a wild friend and da da da. And then it's like we kind of went right right back to that, which could be why I feel like. Her jokes is kind of awkward because it's like now she had now I think about it she has been doing this little balancing act right yeah because she was serious in that episode and then she was playful but serious with the with the the meditation and all affirmation shit like that and also with the game that they played last week yeah she was laughing and joking but that yeah and then this 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 week she was playing. But she was dead ass serious about the how she was talking to uh, Molly's mom. Yeah. Then they had that little playful moments, but then I jumped back into my business. You know what yep. I'm saying? So yeah. like, she been going she, back and she forth. She back and forth, and, but to she your point. Been, she's never been this involved in the season before. It's been a lot of her. Um, Which, again, hey, I've probably from season one asked for more Kelly, so I'm not necessarily mad at it. I think I know why, though. Why? It's because we don't really fuck with Amanda Seals like that. So all the time. So it's been, even though they've, probably for the season, it's probably been just as much Tiffany and Derek as we get any other season, but it feels like less because. I feel like when those rumors of there being a relationship strain, that's when her character hadn't been. So, and that, so I, I said it last week, like dog, Amanda Seals as Tiffany Feels stand outingly off. Like I, I'm hurt. She's the main one who shit ain't landing. She sounds sad. The, yeah, like everything's sort of dragging. She's extra valley girl when she talking. Like she used to be like. It was like perky, golden, a younger golden girl. She was like Blanche or somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, I'm rich. You, this shit is beneath me. I'm pop. You know what I'm saying? I but got I'm, money. I'm y'all friend, but also know that I'm y'all together friend. And y'all bitches is messy. Yeah. And I got a husband. But now it's just like, and she also became like, she over Derek's. Like when she talked, like, damn, like she lost her identity. Her identity became about being married. I nigga. think that's going to come up next week. It might. It just might. That'll be kind of wild if, uh, if, if that's the way they sort of go out. 
um, by bringing that up because that'll be good. Like, here's the thing: when I'm when I'm looking for finality, I'm not looking for it in each individual storyline that's ever been presented. I'm looking for leave me with some shit. I feel like Tiffany and Derek have a chance to leave with some leave shit. Leave me with week. some shit that um, we can come back years later, like Sex in the City. Yeah. So look, um, speaking of of how they leaving us and what they leaving us with, I just seen this earlier today, right before the pod. Uh, I want to read it, then play some shit. Ooh, if this shit would load. All right. Um, Issa announced there will be an insecure docu special before the finale that basically discusses the documenting of, or the documentation of all the filming and everything going into this final season, dog. So I want to play the clip a little bit from it. I'm just incredibly, I'm both blessed. It's called, that's a wrap, okay. I never imagined that I would get to work with so many amazing, talented people. You guys have elevated me. Working in television for a long time and not being able to see people that look like me, to be able to do a show like that now sets the groundwork that people want to make more shows like us is just really special. I'm putting all elements of my life so I can say this is rooted in authenticity and they were like, okay, green light. For people of color in this industry, the fear of failure is so real because we don't get that many opportunities. This show has been part of the revolution. The way you showcase our beautiful black full humanity is part of the revolution. We all owe so much to you. It's rare to go to work every day and love every single person we've had on our production. I think that should come on the week after Insecure. I think that's the week after? No, I said I think it should come on. Oh, it should. Hold on. Let me me look on Issa's page because I saw it on one of the blog pages, but let me see if she put like a date on it. Um... What if that's episode 10? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yo, I'll I fight everybody involved. Dog. Uh, so it says the documentary special Insecure, The End, streams Sunday, December 26th, which is also when yeah, that would, I mean, like, the finale will air. So, yeah, they're going to play back to back. Shoot, you could have gave me an 11th episode. Fuck out of here, nigga. Like if like the next week play that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um after everybody didn't talk about it, cause not I mean niggas gonna be crying and shit. Well, here's the thing, dog. I cried over the summer when they was showing every day that it was somebody last day on the set, nigga. Yeah. Like Tiffany, Derek, then Kelly, then fucking Molly Lawrence. I was like, all right, nigga, I'm out of here, nigga. It was me and Princess Penny was crying all day on Twitter, dog. But um, Here's the thing, man. For as many gripes as I might have expressed about the season at the top of this pod, one thing I want to be clear about, and I've said it a billion times, but I know how the internet is. They'll grab something or a soundbite, and they'll take that. I've said every fucking week, none of these episodes is bad episodes. This was not a bad episode. All this shit has been good. Me wanting more is a a nod to how great this show has been. For five fucking seasons, nigga. Like, I'm not wanting more because, yo, this shit has been garbage, nigga. No, it's it's been, honestly, I would say the single most important cultural show of my adult life, nigga. I, I can't, like, I know we had a lot of classic shit when we was younger, nigga. We had Martins and Living Singles and New York Undercovers, and we had 
black representation. We had Will Smith and Fresh Prince, and, like, we had a lot of that type shit on TV. As an adult, this shit had been missing. Like, we went through the Jamie Foxx years and the fucking uh, Wayans Brothers and all that. Hang with Miss Cooper. Like, we can go through mad shows. None of them left the impact and in Insecure is leaving, dog. What's so wild? Nigga, there's a ton of black shows we grew up on. Oh, man, a fucking ton, nigga. Almost to the point where, like, I can't necessarily say that we didn't grow up with people who look like us on TV because we did. A, it was a lot. So what I love how Princess Penny said it, yo, working in this business for long, for so long, you don't always work with a lot of people who look like you. Yeah. Because on the back end, it Everybody wasn't a lot right. of them people. Them motherfuckers was white, which is why a lot of the time shows got it wrong because they didn't get it. Insecure being a show that was top to bottom multicultural, multi-gendered, multi, just so many things. It it was it was an important show for the the landmark that it 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 is and and the statement that it made. I know I personally yeah <clears throat> never watched television and and thought there's no black people. Yeah, like that. That never now whether we were. In the minority, as far as numbers or not, I never noticed it because outside of, like, classic TV shows, yeah, I only watch the black shit anyway. And here's the thing. I've always been drawn. Or cartoons. I've always been drawn to black shows. Like, I've always been. So, like, for, for whatever, you know, we may or may not get, uh... For every, for in my life, in my viewing, for every SVU, it was a New York undercover. For every Sopranos, it was The Wire. Like, it was Oz. It was always shows that I thought was like. How, how did we all end up watching the same shit? Well, I mean, it wasn't like, like it was that many channels. But why? how did we all be interested in the same shit? I think it's literally because of that. Because we, we all were drawn to the black shows because, to your point, growing up, there were a fuck ton of shows with black leads or black cast. I watched Who's the Boss. Yeah, I yeah. watched Rosie. I watched a bunch of these white shows. We watched all the shit because that's what was being pumped. That was being promoted by the networks, nigga. Yeah. That shit was funny, too. Hey, I, I personally think Roseanne is the worst show in the world. I fucking hated Roseanne, dog. I wasn't like a giant fan. Yeah, Roseanne made me feel... My mom used to watch it, though. Oh, my mom loved Roseanne, Which was dog. wild because that don't seem like that correlates with my mom. But Fam, my mom don't like things, so her liking Roseanne was interesting in general, dog, but... I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I hate it. Ro Roseanne just made me feel poor. Like I did not like. Like I already was poor. I didn't watch Roseanne to feel poor. What's so funny is that there wasn't a bunch of poor white TV shows. Facts. Facts. So, like, Roseanne showed us a Trailer Park side that we wasn't seeing. So maybe because because Step by Step had niggas full. Maybe because that was on while I was coming of age. I never just assumed that all white people was rich. I literally yeah. never thought, yo, you rich because you white. Yeah. I don't know if that was because of TV or I don't know why the fuck that was. Or maybe I was just so oblivious that I literally never thought about that shit at all. Yeah. Um, I um I, I think, though, growing up, man, we all sort of, again, word of mouth, like, yo, when, when niggas, I didn't even, I've been very vocal about this. I was not the biggest fan of fucking Living Single growing up. Like, I thought it was cool. Not like it wasn't the the groundbreaking show. Like niggas be like, oh, Living Single was Friends before Friends. No, the fuck it wasn't. Like relax, nigga. It was four people in New York, nigga. That it was a million four people in New York shows coming up. Like stop. No, it was Friends though. 
It wasn't. It wasn't. They was lit. They couldn't have been more different, dog. No, like Kelsey Grammer even, like, no. I, I, I wrote both shows, and, like, one name came from the other. Like, it was literally... Totally fucking different. More importantly, nigga, if y'all niggas love living single so much, you should have watched it more because y'all niggas wasn't viewing it, nigga. It would have stayed on. for a long time, nigga. Living single had like three seasons. Nah, they had like four seasons. Four seasons is good. That's solid. But on Fox. For a black show on Fox, that's solid as fuck. But more importantly, I just didn't think living single was that fucking good. It was all right. First season I loved. After that, kind of downhill for me from there. But I watched it every fucking week because, nigga, Black people watch all the black shows. And to Jay's point, we had a whole lot of them growing up. Five seasons. Five seasons. Shout out to Living Single. Shout out to Queen Latifah. Um, but I do think. Shit, Different World only did six. Nowadays, I so, feel like. That's a long time. Insecure's impact is so big because, yo, from all them black shows we had growing up, it was a period where it was like. If it was on, it wasn't sticking, nigga. Like, uh, we might have had some black shows in the in the years Pre-insecure. There's a whole bunch of UPN shows that was black that I didn't Fam, even care for. Hey, UPN slash CW. You pick a nigga. Them niggas went, hey, they had the shows for a minute. Homeboys in Outer Space, Hard Pass. Oh, that was terrible. It was terrible. That was rated, like, when we went into, like, uh, the year 2000, Fam, that was ranked, like, worst show ever. every black comedian a show. Uh, Eddie Griffin Eddie, show. Malcolm and Eddie Malcolm and Eddie, cool. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like... It ain't... Do, Malcolm and Eddie is how I felt about living single. Like, it was just cool. Let me see who's definitely better than Malcolm and Eddie. Eh, same show. This <laughs> is not the same, same show. show, nigga. <laughs> same fucking show. But, um. Flat app. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole see? bunch of black shows. Hey, Shit. way uh, better than living single. How many Dwayne Martin shows? <laughs> Eve, hey, man, no. Nah, Dwayne Fox. Martin caught the, uh, uh, the, the wrong end of the stick. Because Out All Night was fucking legendary, nigga. Uh, it's a fucking lot of Patty fucking LaBelle was out here. Shit, nigga. sister, sister, fucking sister, Mr. sister Cooper, did number numbers, nigga. Moesha. Uh, it was a whole bunch of black. I don't think kids grew up with no black representation on TV. Though. Well, that's the thing, dog. I'm trying to remember what that gap was because we had all of that, but everything you name it, I feel like is our era. Like it had to be a period for for like the Shit. young folks who might Sanford be like. And son? Uh, oh no no no! We, our parents had black shows too. Yeah, Sanford and Son and Jeffersons are the blackest shows ever. Flip and then Wilson, Good Times, nigga. Good time. Flip Wilson show, nigga. I feel like the the generation of people who are in their late teens to mid twenties right now, insecure is important because there was a period I don't think they saw any of this shit outside of what nigga the game on CW, like. Nick, it, like it started to Side it tapered note, down a lot. I have caught up with the game. Yeah, I like it. I like the game on Paramount Plus. I really. I'm do. a fan. All five, six episodes, nigga. Like that little twist kind of fucked me up. Hey, I'm with it. That I'm little, with it. The yeah. twist that you find out earlier. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. Hey, dog. I'm with it. I like the game, bro. I do. Hey, here's the thing. And be honest, fucking black show shit. Cause I like the game. Somebody tried to clown me. Uh, when it wasn't just me, it was me, Clay, my nigga Rambo, a whole bunch of niggas in the This Week in Culture group. Cause uh, somebody mentioned something about a character on Tyler Perry's show Sisters on BET. Yeah, I heard y'all be fucking with that. Yeah, somebody mentioned that, and then a girl got in there. I ain't gonna say her name, but um, she was like, "Y'all watch Sisters, fam? It's a show about five fucking beautiful black women do in Atlanta. Watch, do do women watch Brothers? Yeah, nigga." Did women see the brothers? 
Did women see the best man? Like, come on, dog. Don't do that. More importantly, nigga, yes, I watch Sisters. That shit good as fuck. And I'm here, nigga. Uh, But more importantly, hey, I watched Girlfriends. Hell yeah. Nigga, Girlfriends fucking great. Girlfriends is one of them shows. Girlfriends too. is my shit. Girlfriends so, is insecure. Honestly, <laughs> Girlfriends Beta. is the last show of this level of impact on the culture before Insecure. Well, low key, uh, the game was a spinoff. No, of the game was, and it was a it was a loose spinoff because that motherfucker Tia was on that bitch one episode, and they was like, "All right, spin it." It's my cousin, but it was a spinoff. <laughs> um. The game's impact, I feel like, slowed down tremendously. Like, it started off really, really hot. The game had a moment. And then when the whole shit, when it got taken off, uh, or at first when the format changed on CW because they were turning everything into the dramas, um, and they shifted it from the comedy. They, they definitely were, did go white. Yeah, they took the laugh track off. They tried to turn it into fucking 90210, yeah. and they kind of ruined it. But then when BET bought it. Seventh Heaven ass where, huh, Seventh Heaven was great. Though. Now I do remember a period Hey, Dawson's where, Creek where was also got, great. It TV, got white TV as fuck. got white as hell. Oh, nigga. Yo, somebody posted the other day. Low key, it got. Y'all really was watching Dawson's Creek in Seventh Heaven? Yes. No. I would. I would. I looked at Dawson's Creek, nigga. Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, and just to, to be on the 100% side, that shit got white as hell after every black run. Yeah. Once the black folks blew the network up and got yeah. it popping. Then they bring in all the white shows because we helped uh, blow the network up. That's what happened with Fox. Yeah. Um, Martin and everybody blew that shit up, and then here come the white shows. Yeah. Same thing with uh, UPN that switched over to CW. That shit went from Buffy. Mm-hmm. It went from, from all these black shows to Buffy the Vampire Slayer to... Hey, uh, one of the fucking... It's kind of wild, too, because we talking about CW, nigga. One of the blackest shows uh, written by a primarily black team... Is on CW right now, and it's all American, nigga. All American is black as fuck. So what's uh, Black Lightning? And hey, but Black Lightning out of here, nigga. All American got a whole nother spinoff coming based on its successes. So, but salute to Black Lightning. That was a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, hey, all that to say, man, Insecure has been good, dog. But when you've been great, nigga, I always want more. I, my expectations will always be too high because you set a fucking high bar. Insecure is important as fuck to this culture. Um, what East and them have been doing has been just nothing short of fucking amazing. And, uh, yo, the conversations we've gotten out of this shit. Can't thank them enough, dog. Um, two episodes left, man. Don't be so judgy on, on Issa and Molly and them when you living in that exact same life. The, Woo! The, 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 the This Week in Culture group just don't know about it yet. Hey, man, Jay Drop. trying to, Jay trying to uh, pod for two more hours off I'm that right saying. there, nigga. Hey, um... Said this shit probably I can't remember what season that was. Um, I think season three. It's a lot of Mollies who be talking about Molly. Uh, this is what I'll say. There ain't no new emotions out. They don't come out with new emotions every year at the first of the year. Yeah. So everybody can say how social media changed, how this changed and this changed. Yeah. All y'all got the same set of emotions that we've always had. Yeah. There ain't nothing new under the sun. And when you look at somebody on television who's going through insecurities, yeah, uh, and I don't think we st- we do stress it enough, but I don't think we understand like the show is called Insecure, and everybody has an insecurity with reason, right? Everybody has an insecurity on this show, but um, we all got the same emotions. Um, some handle theirs 
differently than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all got the same emotions, so we can't be wet. We can't be too judgy. No, we definitely can't fucking judge these characters. And more important, we can't. Uh, nigga, even as a man, I can't watch Insecure and not see myself in damn near every one of these characters. So I can only imagine with with black women audiences how they look at this show and really relate. Like, I know y'all relate more than you judge, nigga, because it's no way y'all can watch this shit and not see yourselves in Issa, Molly, Kelly, Tiffany, all four, Lawrence. Like, like, like when, y'all, when y'all stop messing with a person, forget what you tweet. You just don't be completely yeah. done with that person. I don't care who ended it or how it ended. You don't, the next day, everything not just over and you go about your life like every, like you don't think about the person. Like, come on, man. A lot of y'all it. motherfuckers was talking about Condola like you wasn't Condola. Come on, now. Like you ain't mean to get pregnant by dog. Come on, now. Come on now, we ain't gotta go there. Hey man, I love this fucking show, dog. And I'm 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 not gonna lie. We have two episodes left. Hey, yo, I'm getting sadder. You know nigga. what's so wild? What's that? I ain't said nothing outrageous in a while. Okay, <laughs> no, let's 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 take it there. Like niggas was really mad at Condola for not keeping that baby. I mean, for for, for keeping trying to ba- keeping the baby. Yeah, man. Hey yo. Tristan just tried to get rid of the baby for seventy five thousand, and y'all act like, <laughs> hey, no, 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 because no. y'all just mad because we seen Tristan text trying to get rid of the motherfucker for for damn near a hundred grand. Lawrence told her to her face, "I don't, I don't want it. It ain't mine, okay?" Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence said, "It is mine. I, kill it. I don't want it. <laughs> Abort mission, nigga." And y'all was fighting for the right. Here's the thing, though, a lot of y'all got bodies too. Nigga. Y'all was trying to get Condola to upper body, nigga. Just, hey. I went to high school with a lot of y'all. I seen you leave for lunch and come back hurt, crying. Crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where we get canceled. Side note. <laughs> have you ever, well, you probably have. What's that? Listen to Brenda's Got a Baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the song not necessarily in sequential order. Because it sounded like she had the baby after. Oh, yeah. No, she delivered it then, threw it out. No, but like. Listen to it again. Like she had it for a minute. Like she <laughs> raised it a little bit. Yeah, yeah listen to it. And yeah. the baby was her cousins. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Dude. No, no. He got down on her. Yeah. It's no, wild. Nigga, Brenda's got a baby video. You scared the shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. That was a that was scared straight for me, dog. Like it was certain shit that you it just put fear in my heart, nigga. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Condola's got a baby. <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> driving me crazy. Dog. <laughs> Um, I know we talk a lot about, you know, fucking seeing like finality on this show and, you know, figuring out if, if Issa and Lawrence or if Issa and Nate, what we think about Condola, like, does she just end like happily like Lawrence's baby mom? Well, that's what, that's what what next week and the week after is going to show. Like Like, I, I, cause here's the thing. We know that when Lawrence wanted to be with Condola, she broke up with him. But then we also know that they continued fucking for a while, which is how they ended up pregnant. Then she vehemently didn't want to abort the baby. Yo, this tweet about the Mecca and all this shit, this shit is really going on. Uh, Hopefully y'all will uh, tune into the pod. Yo, why they won't... 
Because we already did. We we gave, I felt, a really good explanation of why. A lot of people re, who are who are retweeting and yeah. liking yeah, essentially yeah. that same explanation yeah, yeah, yeah. I put yeah. out there. Because um, we, we gave a, a thorough explanation of why Power is full of shit with that Mecca is Zeke daddy storyline. But back to the more important show, Insecure. Um, Condola never gave me, when we initially met her, she never gave me. I'd be happy with a child even if I wasn't with the father. That just never felt like her character. Like, her character felt like I want the whole thing. I want the the child, the husband, that husband to be the same father. She didn't want the husband. But she ain't want the husband. And that's what's throwing me off because I'm like, yo, if, if the show ends and her and Lawrence aren't together, that's fine. But damn, that feel like that wasn't her. Like, she never gave me, like, I'm cool just being, like, a baby mom's dog. We, we ain't no condola. We didn't. Clearly. In like, real life, we got to know her by yeah. mistake. Yeah. yeah. Lawrence found out. I felt bad for Lawrence. Fam. She literally and told that, that man, nah, I ain't want to be your girl, girl, nigga. Nigga, can't even come to the Friendsgiving. That's, oh, I'm never, that Friendsgiving shit, I'm never letting go. You know what I'm saying? She hurt my feelings with that. Mainly because I also have not been invited to a lot of y'all Friendsgivings. And I be feeling like, oh, maybe we not friends. Thought you niggas was friends. Now I know, nigga. Jenny, I'm talking to you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she already knows my gripe, nigga. Um, hey, man. Two episodes left. Y'all know how we feel, man. It, this this one of our favorites is going down in history. The shit's legendary. It is. It is... If girlfriends was beta, nigga, this this shit became everything that this the Elon Musk. We we Tesla shit with insecure dog. Man, what if they did a, a, a HBO special of girlfriends? I know they got footage. No, I'm talking about like a, oh, like a like a reunion ending. type or like bring it back and do one more. Yeah, I mean, a mini shit. a mini series. Give me yeah. six episodes. What the fuck happened? Shit, they doing it with Sex in the City. And niggas, man. I've never watched Sex in the City. So when but I was I, in college. I've been seeing all yeah. the ladies on my timeline. Oh, no, no, like, no. You seen me on the timeline because I was pissed, nigga. I said, oh, they, they going to do that? They going to do that after all I went through? I have no idea. So in college, on. I couldn't walk into, like, literally any girl's dorm. Like, friends, girls what's I was dating, the, whatever. What's the name of the program that we, just, we talking about right now? Sex in the City. Sex in the City? No, and. The city. Now that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Uh, yeah. It's one of those um, uh, Mandela effect moments. Yeah, yeah. Because people thought it was sex. Sex in the, in the city. No, when I was uh, young and going, shit. I think Sex in the City. I feel like came out like my senior year of high school. Um, and when I was turning on HBO at the crib on a Sunday night and muting it, I thought I was going to get some sex on the TV, and it wasn't. It was just Sarah Jessica Parker with outfits, nigga. This ain't what I'm looking for. Um, but no, the, the, when I lived in Atlanta, a couple of my homegirls dragged me to go see the movie. I think it was like the first of the two movies. And then because I got invested in the first one, I seen the second one. Cause I'm like, yeah, I've seen the story. I want to know what the fuck's going on. So then me and Shorty looked at the show last week, first two episodes. And I mean, they just got a nigga out the paint for no reason. It was a nigga. They didn't have to get out the paint. And they just got him out the paint. First fucking episode, nigga. It was like, dog, why y'all do that? Did he come back? No, no, no. He ain't coming back. He he permanently out the paint. 
They brought him back just to take him off first episode, bro. Because I, I don't know. I thought because I've been seeing that name and then I've been seeing a, a video that popped up today. Was that like so, a joke? No, no, no. So, all right, I'll just go ahead and get into it because our listeners probably already seen it if they watch Sex in the City. So, Carrie's husband, Big, on the show, he died on the first episode of this return series or whatever. Um, he died on the first episode after using his Peloton. So Peloton, the brand who just came back from a whole big ass fucking ordeal and a recall on the treadmill. Cause niggas said they fucking kids was getting on the treadmill and flying off and dying and shit. Keep your kids off the treadmill. Problem number one, but they literally just put the treadmills back out after taking the bitch away for like eight months. Um, so Peloton who already dealt with some shit, their stock dipped tremendously after people watched the fucking show and saw Big die 10 minutes after he got off the treadmill. So Peloton, in a fucking marketing genius moment, got the actor who plays Big to do a commercial for Peloton to basically say, I ain't die in real life, (laughs) nigga. Like, use your Peloton. So the shit you've been seeing has been their response because, nigga, our stock just dipped. And y'all done kill me on one of them? Yeah, like. I see you for life. Yeah, no, they really was ready to go on HBO head, but then they was like marketing. And their CMO is a black woman, by the way, so shout out to her. She jumped in there, got on it. She ain't panic. She said, let's get this nigga big and have him on our commercial and do that. Pay that nigga the bag, too. Probably. Oh, they had to give him the bag because the reason he got killed off so early, he didn't even want to do the show. He was very vocal about after the uh, initial series and the two movies, I'm done, nigga. I don't want to keep doing this shit. So he came back, but he came back on like some. He another, anything else. Yeah, I don't He got one nigga. of them faces where he know You him. know he been in shit, but yeah. it's like, eh, this is what you known for. Wasn't he in Law and Order or some lawyer or I'm some shit? I'm certain that nigga was on Law and Order. Yeah. I, he might have been a lawyer and a rapist, nigga. I don't fucking know, nigga. Anyway, man. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> sex in the city, nigga. <laughs> Yo, two episodes of Insecure left. Um, People keep hitting me up. Yo, what y'all doing? Y'all renting the theater? Y'all doing the shit at the pod? Like, where y'all doing it? What y'all doing, nigga? We got to figure some shit out. Because old girl at Imagine never got back to me, and now I'm dangerously fearing she don't work there anymore. Yeah, we're gonna Now I don't it. know if we have enough time to put something together in two weeks. We just going to have to hit up Imagine itself. Yeah. Yeah, um, either way, niggas is hitting me like, yo, wherever y'all at with it, I'm home for Christmas. Like, we got people hitting me who out of town, like, yo, I'll be home. So wherever y'all at with it, I'm there. 26. Something's going down, nigga. If we ain't at the Imagine, we'll be at a secret location. Either way, man, we want to watch. You know what, nigga? Might just get on live with you niggas and we all watch it as a fucking family. I don't know, nigga, because I feel like even if we did the Imagine, nigga, we gonna be able to get fucking fourteen people in there with COVID rules, and then a million of y'all ain't gonna be able to see it, nigga. And then everybody gonna be done watched it after ten o'clock. So. If it's a fourteen people, then it's really gonna be ten people. Facts, because that's gonna be me, you, and our dates. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I don't know. We, we'll figure something out, man. But whatever the fuck we Why do. Why Christmas so early? We so soon. Why that bitch so Yo, Christmas is tomorrow day, nigga. And that's a mix of tomorrow and yesterday, nigga. All y'all gifts still at the debit yo, card. Yo, let's <laughs> let's talk about Christmas shopping real quick, nigga. <laughs> I bought myself everything that I needed. <laughs> I bought myself everything I wanted. <laughs> you niggas, on the other hand. Uh, and then here's, yo, I call myself getting all shorty shit in November. 
we had talked about it. We was like, yo, this year, you know, we, we moved in together, man. We had such a wild year. 2020 was crazy, or 2021 was crazy. Um, You know what, man? We ain't got to make Christmas that big of a deal, man. Fuck that shit. Never believe it. Yo, so I bought her gifts because I'm like, yeah, we're going to keep it low, man. I got anything around November. It was before Thanksgiving. I wasn't a Black Friday nigga. I got anything regular price. She pulled up with a caddy nigga, truck outside. She finally <laughs> starts sending her list. I was like, yeah, no, that's not that's not within what we said. No, 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 we said that, no. Absolutely and I'm like, not. the whole time, I'm like, damn, I already got all her shit. So I'm over regardless, nigga. <laughs> so now you got to go back to the store. I was trying to avoid the malls. But you know what's wild, though, living with your girl? It'll make you forget you got parents. Because mm-hmm. I just started getting they shit this morning, nigga. I was like, oh, shit, Christmas is next fucking Saturday, nigga. Yo, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve being on a Friday night is fucking amazing. No, somebody got to die. What you mean? Christmas Eve, or I'm sorry, not Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve will be chill. Everybody be with their families, their friends, having fun. New Year's Eve on a Friday, somebody going to die. It ain't going to be us. No, no, no. No, no, no. It won't be us. I will shoot one of you, nigga. Yeah, but New Year's (laughs) Eve is going to be too reckless, nigga. Somebody going to be in these streets on crack, nigga. It's happening, dog. New Year's Eve is going to be too lit on a Friday, bro. I'm cutting this shit off my face tomorrow, man. Oh, shit. Nigga getting rid of the beard, though. It's been like four months, man. Hey, man. It's the longest I've ever been. Hey, I, I can't. I, I gotta go back to the to the clean. Four months of me not shaving uh, or knocking my shit down, nigga. That'll be yeah. That'll be a fucking mess, dog. Um, yo, man, follow us on the socials. Hit us up this week in culture across everything. Fuck with us. Join the comments. Fuck with the tweets. Fuck with the the Facebook group, man. This week in culture. Please come in there and join and kick it with us. Send in voice notes, dog. Oh. Curve voice note. Let's end it with that. I oh, forgot shit. to play my yeah, dog yeah, shit. Yeah. Curve, nigga, I hope you made it to this point, man, without getting mad at us and saying fuck them niggas, dog, because I did mean to play your shit earlier. Hey, yo, ex, my bad. fuck them niggas. Them <laughs> niggas ain't your dogs. What's good this week in culture, man? Um, I, think the, I think the episode was good last night on Insecure. I feel like Issa uh, going to finish strong. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, um, was when Issa was kind of being Issa Ray. It seemed like um, you heard her shout out Motor City. Um, so that was forecasting. I think that we, we might get some love on that finale uh, with the collaboration with This Week in Culture. Um, but I want to talk about our boy Nate. Uh, Nate went from not rushing it, wanting to be in love, to trying to move in with his RA girlfriend apartment uh, to say that cheese. Um, what y'all think about that? <laughs> Uh, also, uh, I still hate Crenshaw. Like, I, I I just hate his existence as, as a character. Uh, we might have to get Tariq over here uh, to just go ahead and handle him. Uh, just because he had a change of heart. Uh, I wouldn't work with him if I was Issa. <laughs> um, but it's up to y'all. Um, it's up to her. I see what y'all think about that. Uh, also, did y'all see the sneak peek for next week? Uh, I think we about to get heated up, have a great episode. Also, did this episode feel like it was 35 minutes or was it just me? Man, follow This Week in Culture on Twitter. Follow This Week in Culture on Instagram. And um, get in the This Week in Culture group on Facebook. I'm out. Shout out to Curb, Hey, man. Curb, man. I appreciate that. Uh, y'all heard the man follow us on A couple everything. things, though. Um, depending on where I'm watching the episode, uh-huh. I'm like, was this on Apple TV, whether it's on my iPad, whether it's on this TV in here, it's different. 
Yeah. So while I was watching it on the HBO app on my iPad while I was in the studio last night, mm-hmm. the episode said 35 minutes because on that one, it includes all that after shit. Yeah, yeah, the uh, wind down and yeah. all that shit, yeah. But like when I was just on this TV before we came in there, it was... Those are two were separated into two different ones, and the episode was definitely not thirty five minutes. I got excited when I yeah, saw thirty five. Yeah. I'm like, oh hell yeah! No, nah, um, one thing I can promise you is that this episode was not thirty five fucking minutes. Uh, and when I say the episode, I mean from the beginning to the credits, nigga. Yeah. Credit to credit, twenty five. Um, we got about twenty four, twenty five minutes this week. Uh, last week's episode I think was even shorter than that. I think we was around like twenty three. Credit to credit, um. I'm hoping that these final two episodes. You ever think about what's left short? out of the script that doesn't fit in that time frame? Yeah, I, I'm always a, a an interest in the cutting room floor and and what gets left out, what doesn't go in, and I feel like you know I got the script for Friday, mm-hmm, the um, original joint, yeah, and I have yeah. also had a script for uh, Minister Society. Yeah, for the most part, it's the same shit. But this little, this little, yeah. this little difference. No, I I've um read through the script for Friday as well, the original joint before the edits and all that, and uh, it's definitely some little like intricate moments that got left out that it was like I wouldn't have hated seeing that dog. Like I get why it may not have been included, and Friday being such a random ass movie in general, it was like you didn't necessarily need to include a lot of that shit. But I understood it. Um, for insecure though. You know me, man. I'm I'm a sucker for the details, dog. Like I I want all this shit if possible, but I know they're gonna make cuts and they're gonna edit it, and that's just what it is. What if it was a DVD box set with the whole, all the seasons and the original, some director cut shit, some behind the scenes. You know how so DVDs Insecure is a a show that I think directors cut slash behind the scenes BTS would be fired. So like that documentary that we just was talking, I'm so curious what that's going to look like and, and how it's going. Because, yeah, it's going to be sad. It's going to be teary-eyed. But also think to the point Lawrence made in the clip, it's so rare that you get a fucking uh, opportunity to work with people who you love, like, top to bottom, nigga. Like, I fuck with everybody on the cast, everybody involved in production. Like, it's rare as fuck. And I think that type of chemistry and those types of relationships makes the behind-the-scenes and the outtakes a lot different. Um, than most, man. So I'd definitely be interested to see that. And I can't wait for the fucking documentary, man. Two weeks left, dog. It's kind of unbelievable that we hear with Insecure. Like, normally when we talk about two episodes left with Insecure, we mad because we know we got to wait another fucking year before we see another season, dog. We got to wait for... Forever! <laughs> Dr. You, Umar voice. <laughs> you think we have another show that uh that hits like this? Yes. I don't know, dog. And and the reason I say I don't know because Insecure is very well, it may much not so. Hit, it may not hit you like this. Yeah. Because, like, we probably could be aged out of whatever well, so, that. So we're at, you and I are at the top of the millennial timeline. Insecure hits with top and bottom of the millennial timeline, nigga. Late Pause. 20s. Facts. Uh, late 20s to late 30s, we all getting sort of wrapped up or have been wrapped up in the Insecure uh series for five years so i i think that for a show to span and then my mom watches insecure nigga like she invested dog like when i first told her to watch insecure it might have been around like season three she binged all three seasons in a flash nigga and was caught up for season four quickly so i i think that it's gonna be really tough for another show to come along and grab all the the different age groups and all the different ranges that insecure does man but 
Definitely excited to see what they pull off for these last two episodes, man. Follow us on This Week in Culture across everything, like my man Curve said. Um, hit us up. Send your voice notes. Send your fucking BlackBerry letters. Thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. If you want to hit us personally and you know us like that, hit us up. If not, hit us on the socials, man. DM us or something. If you got a voice note or you got an opinion, um, you can also go... Fuck with the Facebook group and leave all your comments over there. We got the threads popping every Monday around 10, 11 in the morning. Uh, Yeah, man. This Week in Culture, episode 203, Insecure Review. We out.